And now, Kyle and Steven present another episode of the Go F*** Yourself podcast. Um, it's Fix. Really? Well, that's embarrassing. The Go Fix Yourself podcast. Welcome to the Go Fix Yourself podcast, where we are trying to fix how we view different walks of life, one conversation at a time. I am your co-host, Stephen, and joined by me, as always, is Kyle Redding. What is going on, everybody? Happy to be here and happy to be talking to interesting people week after week. Yes, 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 we are. Now, if you live in Alaska, you see Mike's work all the time because he does all the chalk art for the tooth. So Moose's tooth, Bear tooth. You see it all the time. He does that every few weeks. Um, so we sit down with him and we talk about graphic work, design, art. We talk about snowboarding. We also talk about that we have, like, he. I replaced him at my last job, which is really interesting to find out. So we talk about a lot of that stuff. Um, and it was just fun to have Mike in the studio and, and kind of nerd out on graphic work. Sorry, Kyle. You got left out. Yeah, no problem. It's I'm, it's like I'm not even here. But uh, what's really nice about Mike is, you know, we go down the the path of like 80s movies yeah. and stuff that we grew up on together. If you're a Goonies fan, you know, we touch on that a little bit. We touch on some hockey. We touch on a lot of different things that I think a lot of people are going to relate to that grew up in Alaska. Just so you know, on our Instagram right now and with Mike, we're partnering up with him. He's going to do a little giveaway of stickers, of stuff that he works on. So make sure you go follow us at Go Fix Yourself Podcast and Mike at Screaming Yeti. But without further ado, here's our conversation with Mike Kirkpatrick. Mike, welcome to the podcast, man. Well, thank you. No, I, you guys, I think the show's great. Aww, I mean, stop. you know, well, you know. You guys do. I, I like for one, my favorite type of podcast is like just story, you know? Yeah. yeah. I like the storytelling ones. And then when you have interesting people on. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I work, I've been working from home by myself for going on 13 years. And like there's been enough time where I realize, you know, there's times where it's great not to have coworkers. But then there's times where it's like, you know, yeah. even if I'm not like interacting with them, just like sometimes like you're not trying to eavesdrop, but you got the mindless whatever conversation going on in the background all the time, mm -hmm. the soundtrack. So I think I've tracked down podcasts that are like that. You know, either it's like they're interviewing someone interesting or it's a storytelling. I just yeah. put it on the background because I've got this kind of constant like stream of of just stuff yeah. to listen to. And either it's, you know, it's either it's just fluff or it's just like, oh, I'm learning something or. Oh, I've always wanted to know about that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm well, always I'm always curious when we get through, you know, I mean, I'm, I've been working from home now for two and a half years or whatever. And I wonder at the end of this, if we'll look back and be like, man, we became much better uh, employees or, or self-employed people. Yeah. Because like I do the same thing. I, I listen to a lot of stuff. I'm learning stuff like constantly and I, I hope it sinks in. But but like oh, yeah. you know, in a few years, it's like, man, I really grew in that time period because I like absorbed so much like information. Right. But we'll see. The the uh it, the jury's it, out. It is interesting because like, you know, uh we've talked about this and I think it's interesting for the podcast. Uh we worked at the same corporate place. <laughs> yes, we um, did. <laughs> and they don't exist anymore, so we can say their name, but um basically 
I, that was the first job where I was like, I need to work for myself because it was very corporate structure, uh-huh. right? So me and you, it was ACUSA was the company. And for people that don't know, ACUSA is the biggest distributor of Alaskan merchandise. You basically like all the tourist stuff. Like, yes. you know, when you come down like main downtown Anchorage, all the gift shops, like most of it is yep. designed and yep. by the, yeah, these guys. Yeah. And so we were, I was a graphic artist there for two, almost two years and then you were there before me. Yeah. I think- and I think I was the one that replaced you. <laughs> I, yeah, I like, made it. After, I made it like six months. Just for the record, I made it six yeah. months. They, but that's the thing. I think I immediately I was like, oh, I don't. This lifestyle is not for me. And like, so I started talking to our boss at the time, and bless her soul, because I I, I still think she was like she taught me so much, um, and was great. But she, I was like, let me work from home. Please let me work from home. Like two days a week, three days a week. Like, please, please. I will get so much more done. I promise you. I promise you. And so she was like, all right, let me talk to the bosses. And then like, no, they, they, you can't do it. And then I'm like, two years later, I'm like, oh, oh, see, I was be, I was ahead of the curve, baby. I was like, I just, just give me that opportunity. Now you're giving everybody (laughs) the opportunity. So that place reminded me there was definitely some office space moments at that place. I mean, actually a lot of them. Um, I think the killer for me is like, you know, okay, I knew it was going to be something different. I'd been at like pit printing for five years prior to that. And just the kind of at the time they hadn't expanded yet where they added all the large, uh, for, uh, excuse me, large format stuff, like the big vehicle wraps and the yeah, printing and stuff. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, yeah, if I'm, I'm not ready to plateau out. You know, I've only been doing this at the time. I don't know, designing maybe not even 10 years. And I'm like, yeah. I can't see myself. This is, this is the end of the road. So I, I went, you know, I rolled on the ACE job and um, night before they sent me this email, you know, your day's tomorrow. And then like, here's all this stuff that didn't come up ever in the interview. <laughs> you know, like, here's the dress I didn't code. get that email. Dude. Oh, yeah, man. I was like, you know. Maybe they were like, oh, we made our mistake with, with Mike by telling them beforehand. Right. We, we'll just let Stephen find out. You know, and I probably still would have taken the job, but it was just kind of yeah. like, oh, now you talk about a dress code. Now you talk about yeah. all these different things. Not that I was going to go in there in my pajamas or anything, but, you know. But you thought about it. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. hey, we're artist types. Yeah, like, exactly. there's supposed yeah. to be a little bit of a free range, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and that, that the place was, to describe the the place that we worked in, because I it was the same cubicle, basically, that, we, you know, you worked in and I worked in. And there's bars on the windows. Oh, yeah. Because we're on Spinard. <laughs> yeah, ground level Spinard. Yeah, so if you're familiar with Spinard and Anchorage, it can be, you know, sometimes not the greatest thing. And, and, and one of the stories is uh, we we had a lady of the night walking <laughs> around in front of our uh, sidewalk, like just right there. And, you know, she would get picked up. And then, like, my boss was like, I'm not. No, this is. No, she cannot do that. And then so basically she would stand on the corner and when she came back. And then, like, my boss would knock on the window and, like, get out of here, get out of <laughs> here. And, like, she left, came back with her pimp. Well, at least, at least yeah, we what, think, you know, we are but someone, her so, employer, some, <laughs> someone, <laughs> someone who was standing up for her, but then, like, came to our window and was, like, hitting the bars and, like, yelling and screaming at our boss. And our boss is screaming back at that. I was like, oh, my gosh. And so she called the cops and they came and I was like, oh, man. So that that's the visual. Bars on the window. Not the best part of town. Uh, definitely. For- 
Yeah, first off, Spinard is in the upcoming trendiest neighborhood <laughs> right. in Anchorage yeah. right now. But yeah. there's that middle part. Yeah, like there's true. that middle zone where yeah. like if you know, Minnesota and like especially that area, it's yeah. just like a weird little microcosm and it's yeah. It's like between the trenches, you know. That's yeah, it's I'm between the, that's a good that's a good way to put it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know, I I don't know if I you're lucky you got to witness that. That's definitely crazier <laughs> well, than anything well, I saw. I just wanted to say like that's the kind of creativity area like this, that's the, the sparks that was the creative, creative space that we were in bars on the windows things happening outside uh it's just it was very corporate um but it, i found that when when we talked because how we met um and we'll go into like i want to hear about how you got to where you are of course okay today but like how we met officially i think was through rustic go was what? that the first time you know or was I it don't through know. like moose's tooth i just always assume that anymore um like 90, like easily 90% of my friends, because I've been in Anchorage now 20 years. Yeah. Um, wow. 90% are probably through the Moose's Tooth yeah. at one yeah. point of time. Either <laughs> yeah. if they didn't work there, they had a really good friend that worked there and they were there all the time. Yeah. yeah, because I worked there, but not for like probably for one year, right when I turned 21. And I think you might have been working at the Tooth or you were just there and you were hanging around. Both, both of those are accurate. <laughs> yeah. those, those both I can't checked. remember. Yeah. But either way, we, we got to know each other when I bartended at the Rustic Go. Uh, and then we would find out like, you know, oh, you're a designer? Oh, I design. And then so we, that's how we kind of started our friendship. And then it kind of like, then, you know, we'd find like, oh my gosh, you worked at ACUSA? I worked at ACUSA. <laughs> so there's a lot of the synchronicities that like uh, we find um, in this small, small, small town. Um, but like, I'm curious because... So you're a designer, right? Yeah. I, don't, I don't think we actually said that yet. He's a well, designer. Now you did. We now said it. Did. We said Officially. it. We'll, we'll, we'll say it in the intro. Uh, so you're a graphic artist? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, where do you want to start? Because like. Well, I'm, I'm curious because like, you know, you for graphic artists, it's I think it's tough to like be like, OK, I'm going to start a business and I'm going to do stuff on my own. And I think that's like a pivotal moment in any entrepreneur's life that people can kind of relate to as far as like, they might not be in graphic artists, you know, like Kyle, he might not be like a talentless, a, a creative, <laughs> he, he's, it's rough, you know, he might not be like a, a graphic designer, but he can definitely appreciate the, like the hustle yeah. uh, for entrepreneurship. So kind of like, I don't know, it's, take us back to like that, you know, moment when you were like, okay, I'm going to go out on my own. Well, you know, it's kind of funny because when you brought up Ace, that was the pivotal moment for me that, like, I tried, like, I mean, I'm going to kind of bounce all over. We're going to, like, Pulp Fiction this, like, you know, middle oh, I, and oh, oh, beginning, okay. you know. I like it. Hopefully Shout not out to that, Pulp Fiction. Hopefully like not that dark, but uh, <laughs> it, it yeah. might. Yeah. Yeah, there's some dark moments, that's for sure. Dude, yeah. Um, the, the basement scene, very dark. Oh, dude. That's my... That, oh. I'll say I'm gonna go off on a tangent real quick. So you remember the second chance, like a uh, surplus store that used to be over by Pancho Villa on Spinard? Mm, uh, yes, I think that's yeah. before my time. It, I, I mean, I think. It, well, when did when did you come up here? Uh, so I moved to Alaska in 2005, but I didn't move into Anchorage until 2010. Hmm. 2000, yeah, roughly, and then yeah. I really didn't live here until 2014. Okay. Jeez, well, forget, I mean, forget Stephen. He's not even yeah, Alaskan. Right. I mean, it, it, it may have been there. I don't know. Yeah. But like, it, it had. Okay. So okay, I'll try. Tell to me keep what this it was. Brief. Tell me what it is. It basically was like you know there used to be the Army Navy that's now Big Rays downtown. Uh, it was yeah. the Spinard version of that. Okay. And the, the dude was like any of the Simpsons like caricatures. 
you know, there's like their surplus army guy that's got the one arm. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's the, um, just, you know, it's Bernard character. I don't know how else to really describe him. Like, so this guy's working in there. This place is like, you know, people come in, dig, there's characters coming in on the regular, oh, right? Sure. Digging through the bins, whatever. So I don't know. Harper's probably like two. And for the, uh, Halloween, we're going to be like, I'm going to be Empire Strikes Back Luke because we got him a little Yoda costume and he can ride around on my back in this oh, baby backpack. Yeah. And I'm hell like, yeah. so I'm like, Luke's wearing kind of that beige uh, tan flight suit. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, who's got one? I'm like, that surplus store has one. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I go in there, I'm looking around, looking around, I'm like, hey, man, I know you've got like all kinds of uniforms in here. Where are they? He's like, oh, they're downstairs. Oh no! I'm not kidding you. Like walking down there the whole time, I'm getting that Pulp Fiction like vibe. <laughs> oh no! And I'm like, you starting to see ball gags. I, I dude, I, my do imagination. You, do, was, do you remember the scene? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think we're all scarred by that. Yo, scene, right? I mean, <laughs> I watched that when I was in high school, like a, a probably freshman in high school, and I remember like watching that scene and then just turning it off and closing my laptop and just being like. I don't know if I should I'm watch good. that movie ever again. Yeah, but then of course I finished it. But like, I was like that 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 took me a couple of days. Twelve like, seconds later, okay, <laughs> let's get this over with. Yeah, <laughs> at least you had that luxury. I, I saw that in the theater, so it was just kind of like you know, everyone in the audience yeah. it was still new enough that like nobody really knew, and you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah, because yeah, I, I bet you it was like it was a new thing at that time. Like you hadn't really seen that kind of much on. Like uh, movies, like I, I saw Deliverance uh, as a oh yeah, probably like eight, and like there's the scene that if anyone that's seen Deliverance, you uh, know, you little piggy, yeah, you yeah. don't even have to really that's go all into you have the to details. Say. Yeah, I don't think I've seen Deliverance. I remember I got that when I was like Deliverance, twelve Deliverance. maybe. I I told my dad I was I was like going through all these like classics, yeah, and I was like, hey, can we go to Blockbuster and get Deliverance? He's like, I don't, I. 1972. Uh, <laughs> like, and he's like, I guess it's really not. There's only one scene I'm going to tell you about that just, I don't John really want Boyd, you to watch. John Voight, Burt Reynolds. Oh, it's got a character. Oh, yeah. It's Jeez. got I deliverance. Mean, I don't think I, I've never seen it. Yeah. This kid, I mean, this kid. That yeah. kid is so creepy. I mean, <laughs> okay. and that's not that's even the creepiest the part. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, so my dad, like, I keep going on these backwards stories. Like I told you, I can like derail this train okay. faster than anything. You, I think you've heard the Bleeding Heart Brewery one. Oh, yeah. That one, yeah. you know, we like to say uh, rabbit trails, bunny trails. I always get yeah. mixed up now. But it's like we go on them. And that's okay. I think that's the that's the beauty of if you're not having conversations that go on, yeah, bunny trails. Then right. What are you doing? You know, <laughs> right. uh, I still get people like you know, yeah, like, telling you what that is. Yeah, like I get it now, guys. I yeah. get it. It's, it's all good. We, well, so that deliverance, my dad rented that. Like we, again, I'm keep going backwards. So when I was 14, uh, my dad, me, my brother. His friend, their kids, like we floated the Yukon River. Oh yeah, oh cool. Um, from Carmax, which is kind of over by Whitehorse, to Dawson, and you know it was a badass trip. That's two weeks on the river, July, ninety degrees. We stayed in a ghost town. Like I, I'm fat. I'm like speed running through, just touching the trip. So we get back from that trip, and we're feeling that float trip vibe. And my dad's like. Somehow he didn't see that movie back in the day. Friday night deliverance, baby. Let's do well, it. Well, he's like, yeah, it's about a float trip. It's got all these old actors. I know, you know, I don't yeah. think he saw it. Cause like we're all watching this movie. Like this is pretty sweet. Yes. Dads and dudes like floating the river. They're having a good time. And you were on floating. the. Like, no, this were, is after this is after, this is after. Okay. So like, but okay. like, I'm like, cool. Cause you know, you know, me and my dad had issues bonding and like, this was one of those things. And yeah. like, this is all good. Hey, cool. cool. Remind us of the trip we took. And then the scene comes on. I'm like, we didn't, 
talk to each other the rest of the movie. There's yeah. like no other words exchanged whatsoever. Is, yeah, you need to go watch this. Is, uh, just to prepare myself, like well, Pulp Fiction. I mean, most people yeah, yeah, worse, yeah, uh, worse or more palatable. That's man, just the it's specific a different, thing we're talking about. It's different. It's I, it's the same but different. Yeah. Okay. okay. I don't so know. It's, it's equal. It's like, equal. Hills have like, eyes. Yeah. Like there's a scene in the first Hill, Hills Have Eyes the remake yeah. where somebody is forced to do something against their will. Yes. I so that. Yeah. Okay. There's that. that yeah. Okay. That's uncomfortable. But yeah. Oh, it's it, it's, but yeah. it's like I get it. 70s graphic. Like uh, okay. the 70s yeah. movies, man. They weren't cool. holding any punches. Yeah. Man. Yeah. That, that's a good point. It's uh, different. Okay. So, anyways. <laughs> Uh, you're in the surplus story. Okay. <laughs> yeah, get your oh, yeah, yeah. Let's go back. No, basically, yeah. that's just it. I went down there and then, and then I'm, I you. find the suit and then I'm like, I have to kind of try it on. Like, I'm not taking my other clothes. Like, I'm going to buy, <laughs> I'm going to find the suit that fits over the, whatever clothes I'm yeah. wearing now. Yeah. And like, yeah, that's, I'm not taking my clothes off. But the whole time, I'm like, you know, and everywhere that you Was can Was he pop, just like lurking? No, okay. no, no, no. Nobody, well. He's adjusting the camera up on the Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. It, it, <laughs> you just hear like this little. And then, like you look up, and there's a camera that just uh, like a right moving panel on a wall yeah. or yeah. something. Um, the, the the painting has eyes, and oh they're God. looking around. <laughs> All I know is I couldn't like get that suit on fast enough, and then like get it. I'm like, yeah, I'll take it, dude. No yeah. questions asked. Just get uh, me out of here. But I'm it was curious. the creepiest basement. I mean, uh, I don't even know. It's it like it looked like that room. Yeah, yeah. Anchorage has got great memories, you know. It's yeah. just <laughs> um, a yeah. lot of history. Yeah, so, that, so you really missed out on that one, Steve. I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Gosh, um, I'm I'm bummed about that. Uh, okay, so let's. I mean, talk about like your design work. Okay, you know? because um, I think that I think that I mean we of course can go on tangents or whatever, but I think that's like kind of like the uh, the overlying theme of like what you're doing now, how you got there. I mean, and so like how I got there again, that's long convoluted. I can do the the quick speed run, you know, yeah. give us like a medium. Give okay. us, you could go long, you can go quick, go, give us like the medium. We'll touch on just the childhood artistic side. Like basically, you know, I've been running uh paper on, or <laughs> let me try talking again. Dunder Pencil- Mifflin, I was running paper. Yeah. <laughs> I was a salesman. Would you like reams of paper, 80 yeah. pound, hundred pound? <laughs> yeah. No. Cardstock. <laughs> Yeah. I just, you know, you give me some crayons or a pencil and like any piece of paper wasn't safe, you know, right. and like, you know, I used to have to go, we can get in the church stuff later. Like I spent yeah. plenty of time in church where like all the programs, the margins were not safe. They would be filled by the end of my time there. Yeah. Same with like homework math. And then, so my parents recognized my ability and this is, we lived, we did live out of Alaska for a stretch and we lived in uh, southeastern Idaho, and I took a painting class when I was there and painted for most of grade school. Um, and then we came back to Alaska, and I was like, you know, I've got this artistic ability. I don't know. Let's just kind of go after it. And really, graphic arts, because computers, it makes me sound so old. You know, you had Apple IIEs, but you didn't have, like, not even anything we have now. Sure. No tablets. No. no. I mean, yeah. even, like, you know, do you guys remember uh, word processors? They were like like Microsoft Word? No, no. No, no, no. Or even before that, like typewriters? It was okay, yes. It's kind of like a typewriter, but then if it had like a, a screen and it was either shades of green or orange. Yeah. And so it's like you could Yeah. It's my, like, my grandparents had one. Yeah. Yeah. So like that era. That's yeah. that's what we're, you know, you're writing your papers in high school, that's what you're using. Okay. So that level of technology. So they just started my senior year of high school. They started getting computer stuff, so we got to play around with some early versions of probably like or what are like you know Microsoft like Paint, 
Um, mm. Maybe yeah. revolutionary, all that. revolutionary. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'll just skip over for now. I mean, my college career wasn't exactly linear. I kind of bounced around, did a bunch of different blue collar jobs in between, you know, jobs where I could have been making now, if I would have stuck with them, I'd be probably pretty rich, but I was like, it's not, I mean, yeah, I've got these, I've got these talents. I at least want to give that a shot. So ultimately I ended up uh, at Montana state university in Bozeman. They have a really good design program. I'm just like, you know, I draw stuff all the time. And then when I'm done, like there's something wrong with it and either I have to like erase it and redraw it. Like, so why don't I learn how to do this in a computer where I can make all those edits way faster, Smart. way easier. And that's kind of right around the time graph design was shifting from a more hands-on kind of analog um, practice into the digital world. And so I just kind of dovetailed when I got to college and you have know, right time, right place. And, you know, begrudgingly learned how to, like, draw with the mouse. Yeah. You know, break all those habits of, like, using your hand and just kind of went from there. And so when I was down there, you know, I, I, right before that, I was the old guy. You know, I showed up at college just when I decided to finish. I think it was, like, 23. And so I was like, okay, I'm ready to do this. I'd also picked up snowboarding habit along the way and was really, at the time, the snowboarding industry, it kind of – it confused me because like all these companies were putting out boards. It was really starting to boom, but like nobody was utilizing the entire, like the deck to put mm -hmm. graphics on. Yeah. You know, they put like some on the tip, maybe in the middle, mm -hmm. maybe on the tail. And I'm like, okay, I'm wrapping up my design, you know, program. And they want you to like pick something that you're passionate about. I'm like, I want to design like snowboards because I was really getting into it. And I'm like, let's, let's figure out a way to utilize this, the sheet, you know? That's let's get into the industry and do that. So that's what I want my focus. And that's kind of where that's the name. That's where screaming Yeti designs came from. Mm -hmm. That's where the name, there was a company. If you guys need to say something, no, no, like no, I no, said, no, I'm no. just, I'm just totally, no, I'm, I, I, I'm very curious where the name came from too. So it's not, I mean, man, hold on. My headphones are just sliding. <laughs> I don't know. Is that making all kinds of noise for you guys? No, no, you're good. You're fine. Okay. Um, so yeah, this company called arrow, they basically like the top three, I, I think they were a subsidiary of new snowboards. Mm -hmm. You know, they I were remember that. I mean, new. Yeah. Yeah. They were, so they're really good boards. They were trying to, again, you know, internet's still pretty new. Mm -hmm. People are trying to like this, like large format graphics, still a new thing. So they basically like put out this contest. Like, okay, the top three designers, we're going to make your board and then we'll ship it to you. Oh, sweet. And so I was like, well, hell yeah. You know, I'm wrapping <laughs> up college. I'm really into snowboard and I'm ready to like, I want to get in the industry. There's some people I kind of know that are just getting in. Um, and so I put out this design and it was kind of like the Sasquatch guy at the time. You know, he's like yelling. He's got goggles on. He's got like his hands out and there's like snow and stuff flying out of his fingers. Um, so I sent it in. I'm like waiting for the email. Just, I get a call from one of the judge. I'm like, oh, that's got to be good, right? He's like, sorry, bro. That's the worst I've ever seen. Yeah, right. <laughs> you should you should cut your hands yeah. off and, you know. Is this a make-a-wish thing? Because yeah, right. this was awful. <laughs> so I don't know what yeah. you went to school yeah. for. But, um, but he's like, you know, hey, I thought your little uh, screaming Yeti guy there, I, I really like that. I think you should have won. But, you know, everybody else disagreed. But he's like, I tell you what, I'll, I'll sell you a board for, I don't know, a couple hundred bucks with your design on. I'm like, yeah, oh, wow. dude. Hell yeah. So yeah. Okay. Done. One, like I'd had my starter board was like an old K2, not a fat Bob. I'm trying to think of what that thing was. Oh man. You're bringing me like way back when yeah. I was obsessed with snowboarding. Right. 
So that's where I am because yeah. my I've got my little brother's five years younger. He got into snowboarding like I basically went cross country skiing, alpine, and then snowboarding right about the time he did. Mm-hmm. And um, so just kind of we took off. It was great because his friend was better than him, so he pushed him. My brother was better than me a little bit. He pushed me. So we just spent like three years chasing it and getting like way into it. So I get my degree, come home. Like I did this whole thesis on snowboards, made them all Alaska themed, you know, and that's like cut them out on foam core, cut part of my finger off in the process. (laughs) Um, You know, literally have blood, sweat and tears into this. And it was like college, you know, that large format stuff. It's not cheap now, but you can imagine what it was like when it was like the brand new technology. Yeah. Like, you know, I got one of those credit cards, those predatory credit cards that hit you up with it, like in college. 47% right? yeah. You know, zero APR for like three months, and then like you'll be paying And then we're going to kill you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's only a $500 limit now, but so I pretty much maxed that out just to print this job. You know, it was a success. Boom. Graduate Montana State. That's spring of 2001. I come home. You know, got big dreams. I'm going to work in the snowboard industry. I've already got a custom board. You know, I got this going on. I've got this magic piece of paper. I'm just start calling all these companies. And I was calling like K2 and, you know, all the ones my brother had. Uh, hustling. You're uh, hustling. Well, you know, trying. Like, yeah. But here, here's the crux when you're starting out, right? Like, yeah. You didn't like, have, this wasn't like social media. Oh, no. This was like you were cold calling what we refer to now or cold yeah, email. that's yeah. cold calling, cold yeah. emailing, cold really. Emailing, yeah. Um, and so I was just like, all right, like come back home thinking I'm just going to, Alaska's not a saturated market. It's my home. Like I know people can mm, make this happen. Yeah. And, you know, hey, kid, love your work. You need some experience. So like, Dang. you know, can't really get experience unless somebody like rolls ah, the dice. That's a chance. The kicker. Yeah. That's the fucking kicker. So you're like, okay, and come back here with big aspirations. And I mean, you know, there's definitely still the good old boy club left in Alaska, but like, you know, go back yeah. to even like beginning 2000, you know, there's definitely a lot of the, the, the people making the creative decisions, like someone that had just got that job or, you know, they're pretty entrenched. Their, their way of thinking is like, no man, like, yeah. You're not starting here. You got to go start somewhere else. Like, mm-hmm. come back to me when you've got that experience. Which there's like four agencies, right. and so if you get turned down by three, and then like go to the other guy, and then it's like, well, I already tried him or something like that. Yeah, you didn't have enough experience coming fresh yeah. out of college. Right, right. You <laughs> know, Which and, is insane to me, and I think that shows you how uh, I don't like. Well, college. you know, I found that portfolio, and I mean, it's good, but again, compared to like nowadays, I'm like, oh. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was definitely, like, it's good for the time. It's oh, very appropriate. But that's, like, everything in life. It's, like, when you're first starting out or when you're first becoming, like, you look at, you know, Kyle R.I.'s videos when we first started making videos, and we're like, oh, that's, I can't watch that anymore. I did, I did that the other day. I you, looked at one, and I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> who did who did this trash? Yeah. And it's it's just, if you're not looking back and ashamed of what you did. Exactly. To, to right. an extent. You're not growing. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Well, and then, you know, again, trying to convince some old guy that's been doing this job forever, yeah. well before these damn computers showed <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah. You know, and then he's like, you're trying to convince me that you're going to take over doing what now? This stupid snowboard bullshit. You're like, yeah, yeah um, man, it's going to take off. It's the future. Yeah, yeah what, whatever, hippie boy, cut yeah. your hair. and uh, So that- it, it, that landed me, you know, I was like, okay, well, I'm still going to make the phone calls. Like, yeah. you know, I was back home for a little bit. Um, you know, I was like, great, graduated college, back home with mom and dad. I think oh, yeah. my little brother, 
he may have been the only one left at the time because everyone else had graduated. I've got a big family. Um, but he had, you know, we had, he had the stack of the snowboarder, the trans world, all that in the mm-hmm. bathroom. So every time I'm using the facilities, <laughs> yeah. I'm flipping through the back and I'm like, okay, art director, whoever, like these companies, you know, I'm like hitting them all up. Cause what, what do I have to lose? Oh yeah. You know, like Man, that, that's the thing too. Uh, like you, the people that want it, they do the stuff like that. Right. And I think that's a tough thing to do. And just like putting yourself out there and like facing that rejection. I was just talking to actually my mom, shout out to my mom. Uh, <laughs> I was just talking to her about this because I, I emailed someone about work and I was just like, put it out there. I might get rejected or I might not. She's like, I would never do that. And there are people who would never do that. And there are people that would. And so it's kind of cool that you were doing this before it was even oh, cool I mean, to do it. It still sucks. But yeah. like, I mean, even now, I mean, the skin's definitely thicker. Sure. Um, yeah. But, you know, there's still certain things you throw your hat in the ring, you throw it all out there, and whether it gets picked up or even acknowledged or whatever, that still sucks. But, like, right. at least you know you tried. That's the whole yeah. reason I kind of did the design thing. Like I said, I had these jobs where if I would have made a career out of it, I'd be fucking loaded. Yeah. yeah. Do you, you know? Do you remember, like, picking up one of those magazines and, like, if you, like, shook it from the spine, about 47 oh. little cards for the subscriptions? Yeah. Oh, all the, that was, like, the first thing I'd get, like, my, my go, issue... <laughs> And yeah. then they'd all fly. But I mean, isn't it? It's so crazy to think like not that long ago, you know, you were like filling out a little postcard of like, I would like two year subscription at this price yeah. sent to this address. The tiny, yeah. like the box yeah. was always yeah. so oh, tiny. Yeah. Oh, no, it looked like you checked the two year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did it's, not you know, send a check. I remember, yeah, I'd get oh, sending checks. Sending oh, checks. Wow. Yeah. But <laughs> I will say so, like, while I'm doing that, I was doing, uh, I got picked up by the Anchorage Press to do illustration. Oh, okay, nice. cool. And that's like, they'd also just started, they were using like, um, InDesign wasn't out yet, but Quark Express was the dominant layout program. Illustrator and Photoshop were being used. So it was like, they were doing digital, we were doing digital mock-up and then printing out these, like uh, doing the wax paste up and they were still mm, shooting yep, them yep. old school. Oh, wow, really? And that's the OG press building was across, like off Arctic in between 36 and Benson and whatever that little park is right there. Oh, yeah. You talk about the Spinard scene, man. There was always interesting. I, I mean, would imagine. Like then they had the place split on two levels. Like, you know, I think the uh, the owners and the, the billing people and all the accountants were downstairs and then all the creative team was upstairs. But then our space was shared with like a dental office and I forget what else. So, I mean, we so already you're had, working and trying to be creative and here. Well, I mean, just people coming in like, is this I'm like, it's all these Macs <laughs> and like press stuff everywhere. Like, does this look like the dentist? No, office? this is it. Come on in. Right. Yeah. And then that got moved to right by, um, I don't know what took its place, but right next to Mad Myrna's. Okay. And that was like the golden age when the press was still independent. Yeah, I the remember that. The press was fun, man. We yeah. had like, that was like, that was, you know, Alaska celebrity bullshit right there. You oh, always yeah. had tickets to whatever you wanted. Um, I went from doing a couple illustrations for some of the stories to doing a lot of like, you know, helping do the ads and helping doing the design layout, doing some covers. I did, I don't know, like 50 illustrations for them at the time. Dang. As I'm chasing, you know, just whatever story. I mean, the staff. What's that, what's that time period? That is 50 like. 50 and like. Mm, like, okay. So I want to say fall 2001, maybe spring 2002. So basically not even a year. I put in like, I think a year and a half. Like it was, yeah, it was real close to getting out of school. Okay. Um, And then. Dang, that's a lot of illustrations. 
Oh yeah. But yeah. I mean, it's like I was. This is what I went you were to hungry. school for. You yeah, were hungry. I wanted yeah. to do this. Yeah. It wasn't like, well, I'm going to try this, and then if it sucks or it's hard, I'm going to stop. I'm like, no, right. I gave up other things to do this. So I could be rich. Yeah. Right now, I could be rich, but like, <laughs> goddamn it, um, that yeah. snowboarder guy thought I had a <laughs> potential. Yeah. That well, one guy. And that's where, are you familiar with Aaron Draplin? I'm oh, sure. okay. The old D. The old Draplin. D. Oh, yeah. So, I was actually just looking through his book because I bought it. That book is amazing. It is. It, But it it's it's so, uh, like, it makes me, like, jealous almost because I'm just like, damn, this is so good. And, like, he's honest and open yep. about his dad in that book. Uh, anyway, yeah, sorry. You no, know, I was going to say, I'll say this much. He writes that book like he's actually talking. Like, he writes, like, the way he actually talks. So, yeah. like, if you spend any time with him, that's exactly how he talks. I, I was obsessed with watching his videos for a long time. Like, his Skillshare tutorials, yep. Aaron Draplin. So, I mean, he's a... Yeah, he's I don't a, know who he is. He's a graphic artist. Okay. Uh, really... Mid, Midwest-born. He's been in Oregon now forever. Yeah. Um, but, like, in... Okay, so in the graphic design world, at least in North America, he's, like, the fucking rock star. Yeah. Mm. Like, he's yeah. one of them. Like, in, yep. I mean, and he's the most humble, real guy I probably sorry, Aaron. If you by chance listen to this, I always oh, hate he's to listen to this. He's a big what fan. What a fucking honor yeah, if he's yeah. listening. Uh, Never. Well, so as I was talking about, I'm doing these cold pitches to the snowboard thing, and I looked up snowboarder, and the art director is this guy named Aaron Draplin. So I'm like, what the fuck? You yeah. know? Again, I'll take Why this because I noticed that a lot of these issues, like the back, the very last page, they had like. You know, someone that was a graph designer for K2 or mm -hmm. someone that did graffiti in this city. And it was like a little like page kind of Q&A. You know, here's my thing. Here's what I want to do. And then like a little closing bio. And I'm like, okay, this is a shot, right? So I sent it to him and he's like, you're in Alaska. I'm like, yeah. He's like, I used to work, you know, I worked on the trains in the summertime in the dish pit. That's how I paid for art school. That's oh, crazy. Wow. So he's like, he's like, you know, I'm on my way Connection. out of this magazine. So he's like, instead of doing the typical like biography thing, he's like, Here's your space to work with. Do something that's got the four seasons in Alaska. And he's like, do whatever you want. And then write whatever you want. Damn. And he's like, I'll edit it and I'll give you some feedback. What yeah. freedom. Oh, dude. In that, I mean, and it got published. Like, it got published in the um, spring 2002. It was like February Snowboard Magazine, the year the Winter Games were in Salt Lake. So, like, mm. already, you know, I think snowboarding was only in its second year in the Olympics. Mm. So it was like during the apex where the exposure yeah. was huge. So I was like, fuck yeah, here's my meal ticket, right? <laughs> yeah. Not quite, but I mean, that, that was like that right there, though. Good that foot in the door. That shot of confidence. Like, yeah. I was like, I don't give a fuck if I'm like doing these little squirrely drawings at this little like free paper in Anchorage. Like I've gotten some connects or I've got some people that at least gave me the chance, you know? Yeah. That's more than a lot of people get. So if it pans out into something cool, if not, then whatever. I know I'm taking the shots, right? Yeah. Eventually some of this stuff's going to land. Um, and so, you know, that opened some doors for a little bit, but again, it was like, didn't quite have enough experience. And hmm. the press was the press kind of, again, you know, like this is great, but like we can only really pay you this much. That's the independent, the independent. Yeah. They only got so much budget. So yeah. I was like, well, you know, I love working here, but I'm busting my ass giving me all this time. And it's still really hard to pay the bills. Yeah. So, you know, I remember having a professor tell me, he's like, if you ever work in the print shop, that'll kill every graphic designer. So what do I do? I went and worked in the print shop. <laughs> <laughs> so I went and worked at Pip Printing um, for five years. This was pre-Ace. So this is kind of the, the design yeah. timeline. So I'm like, okay, I'd done the art stuff in school. I was getting a couple, you know, 
little like friends of friends, like, Hey, someone says opening a business, we need a logo. I'm like, mm-hmm. I love doing logos. So do you do that? And looking back, like they worked, but it's like, so just, yeah, they're in the past for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it just, I don't know. Like I said, I'm rambling here. Cause I'm trying to like make sure all my facts Rambling's are in order. That's what we do best, bud. <laughs> That's what we do best. So Pip, I will say this. Pip was great because they had a giant in-house department and learning the print side of graphic design, that was like a whole second education. Like Mm. I cannot, like my time there, I mean, of course there was lots of times it sucked. You know, you're dealing with agency files. You're dealing with the dude that walked in the street with like loose paper. I mean, it's like any job, you know, you have the ups, the downs, but like I learned so much there. They're like one of the best dysfunctional families I can say, you know, to this (laughs) day. Oh yeah, dude, (laughs) you're still family. Like that place is great. I learned so much from them and that made me that much better of a designer. Cause we'd have sometimes, you know, people, they'd have a lot of walk-in business and yeah, they're just I like, I need this sign or I need a this logo, hundred business cards pretty yeah. right. right now. <laughs> and so sometimes, you know, that's what we do. We'd take it right on the spot. Other times they're like, Hey, you know, if you guys don't mind, we encourage you to pick up some of this as side work. Okay. Because cool. nine times out of 10, that's cool that they actually like, yeah, encourage that because it would often come right back to them. Cause right. you know, if that person's already coming for something they want printed, they're like probably like, well, here's this great designer we recommend, yeah. but can you do it on the side? Cause we're kind of booked up here. And so my client base started building from them and just doing that. Mm. And I mean, you know, word of mouth is like one of the best, the best yeah. things ever. Yeah. And it helps filter out a lot of just kind of the bullshit. Um, and so I did that, you know, and I kind of like tried to freelance early and didn't quite have the client base. So I stuck with them for a little bit, did the ACE thing, you know, and, yep, and when I was, that. when I was with PIP, they, they were started doing the 401k and the matching and all that. So I'd like had this IRA that I was building up oh. and I was paying my taxes uh, up front on it. Cause I was like, I don't want to, whenever I pull into this, I don't want to yeah. have to like, I don't want to pay it then. Yeah. No. Yeah. Especially when I'm old, you know, like, yeah, nah. smart. So then the crash happens was at 08. Yep. Yep. And I mean, I went from a short amount of time, not that I had a ton of money in there, but compared to what I've normally had, like it went from nothing to a lot and I lost a lot. And I was Mm. like, you know what? Ace is killing me slowly. Um, (laughs) You know, it's corporate. Yeah. The corporate lifestyle dude. when you rock, when you walk in Monday morning and you're already thinking Friday afternoon and even when the workload's not that bad, like there's something wrong. There's just like, I, I was, when I was there, I was working on cut caliber because we were working on cut caliber. Oh yeah. I remember that. I remember I was uh, taking on other design projects outside, but then I was also doing the ACE work. And then I was also starting the vlog and my business. (laughs) And so I would do that. That would be my week. So basically, but I would do all my work uh, Monday and Tuesday for Ace. And then I, because I found out early, I would, I would just do it as I was going. Right. And then like, you know, they're like, man, you're so fast. And then I slowly, like after six months, I realized, oh, I should just like do it all in two days. And then just release it slowly <laughs> yep. throughout the week. And yeah. they still were just like overjoyed by what I was doing and how fast I was accomplishing work. But like I was really just over there just like working away on freaking cutting caliber and <laughs> designing our product labels. Yeah. I can say that now because I mean right. who gives a shit? Yeah, but like, what are they what are they? What, they gonna, do? what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? <laughs> but I mean, yeah, if I didn't have Ace, uh You're the that, reason they I, went under. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I didn't have that if, motivation if this extra two hours weren't dedicated yeah. to the whatever this <laughs> yeah. cutting caliber is. Yeah. We could have uh, made the books this year. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, but if I didn't have that motivation to get out of that lifestyle, that corporate like nine to five, two 15 minute breaks, one hour lunch, and then like, you know, jeans Friday, Dude, casual that shit, Friday. That jeans Friday, like, okay. <laughs> I, I just have to say we're fucking designers. Why yeah. are we dressing like in khaki pants yeah. Yeah. in business? Just because like we work at the public, we can be yeah. presentable enough. Like that fucking, it sounds so dumb and childish, but like, dude, I will plant my flag. It should have been Jean Friday. It should have been every fucking yeah. day. Well, like, <laughs> can you imagine like the corporate team like being like, sitting at a round table like what are we going to offer these employees like that it's going to make them stay how about gene friday <laughs> yeah. oh get, my god jim <laughs> that get is the best that'll idea ever. it reminds me like hawaiian uh, shirt friday yeah, from yeah. office space yeah yeah and feel free to my, wear your hawaiian shirt <laughs> my, uh my this is kind of embarrassing to say but like i never worked i mean i already said this but i have never worked in that corporate lifestyle so i was like okay it's suit like business attire, because that's what it was, right? Ooh, business you attire. Started off with I that. Came in my first day with a fucking suit, and like the CFO was like, "Huh, looks good, bud, but you don't need to wear that." And I was like, <laughs> "Oh fuck!" You're like Jim wearing the tuxedo, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> like, it was like the tuxedo yeah, T-shirt. Yeah, and so I'm, you know, sitting there all day. I think I had a tie on, a fucking suit. I that's what I thought. Going from a service industry job to a corporate job, I was right. like, I got to wear a suit, I guess. They say business attire, and that's what in my head what business attire was. <laughs> so we're not even, we don't even fucking know what fucking business or casual means. At, that, at least I didn't at that, that time. Now, yeah, I well, crack a understand. book or something. Okay, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess yeah. you could use the Google internet. It. Yeah, like there's the internet. Google, fucking Google. I'm not going to yeah. tarnish my search history with looking yeah. what casual what work is. is. My time casual. is precious. Yeah. I don't want to waste because, my time. Because that's the Google search that's tarnishing my search yeah, history. That's, <laughs> that's the worst thing you've Googled <laughs> in the last hour, maybe. Yeah. No, it's not even. <laughs> not even. <laughs> and so that, so obviously that all kind of let led up so post ace was when you were like i'm doing this full time yeah I, I mean you know again like oh hey the economy's crashing and yeah. this yeah. isn't looking good across the world and all these things are happening i'm like you know what i'm gonna do i'm, I'm gonna, gonna take quit. all that money oh yeah. yeah and i'm gonna quit this job because it sucks <laughs> and then i'm gonna yeah, tell my wife because you know we've got a you know our son at the time was yeah maybe two years old mm. you know hey guess what well i've got x amount of mortgages in the bank so let's just see what happens, yeah. you, know? you know, and she's yeah. already trying to, let's see, at this point, maybe a year, year and a half into Dos Monos. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. you know, it is not even anything close to what it is today. Sure. And on top of working, you know, full time at the Moose's Tooth. So her and I were ships in the night, you know. With, raising, yeah. with a two-year-old. With a two-year-old and our yeah. daughter is nine, you oh, know, yeah. so we've got that going on. It's already pulled in a million different directions, not to mention there's other like family stuff going on that drama like we all have yeah. mm -hmm. so it was just not really a good time but i was like you know what let's fucking do it yeah let's fucking yeah, it, go because like you know why not we, yeah why not and if your field if you like i guess with all of that stuff going on if you were still drawn to that idea it's like that's even more reason to do it i feel like because that's the time you you, you on paper should not do right what you did yeah well i think part of it too is because it's not it's just like you know all these institutions we were taught to like you know you put your faith in and this and that and like when mm -hmm. things hit the fan like you're all good but it's like it turned out the banks did not have our best interests right, and sure. they 
a lot of people lost their livelihood that they worked years and years for, and they just gonna. Oh yeah, retirement. sorry, retirement yeah. for people. So. I mean, at that age, for yeah. retirement. I mean, ruined a lot. If you left your money, you you got a lot of it yeah. back per se. But still, like that time, I remember was so scary for right. a lot of people that had parents were at that were at retirement age because you felt like this was the one guaranteed thing we were supposed to count on, and now. Yeah, gone. I got to go back to work. (laughs) Yeah. So it's just kind of like, again, that was that mindset. Like, well, you know, the people that are supposed to like have our backs obviously don't. So, you know, really, what do I have to lose? Yeah. Let's just, let's go for it. And here we are 13 years later. Yeah. You're putting the trust kind of more in yourself because you're the one that's going to be generating the the paychecks essentially. So, well, and I mean, you know, I tell people being your own boss is the best, worst decision you could ever do. For sure. I mean, but ultimately, like when you like put that pros and cons list together, like I'm still looking at the pro side. Mm -hmm. It's that way in the other side. You know, you got to wear all the hats and do all the things and you know, some days that's great because you need the distraction. Like I loved being like logos, being creative, you know, drawing and then like taking that drawing and redrawing on the computer and trying to like, it's basically creative problem solving. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me like back when I did construction, um, it, but you're building virtually. Like I love that aspect of it. And oh, man, <laughs> I'm deep in this thought and then it's just like oh, the plane just took off. <laughs> yeah. It'll come back to me. I don't you know. know. I, th- I thought I hit a vein. It was going to sound smart for a second. I was thinking, <laughs> you know, because like you're, you're starting this business and like, you're like, you know, everything's crumbling around financial institutions and institutions and whatnot. Uh, but I, I imagine like that only fueled you more because you were like, I have to do this. Yeah. It's like, I mean, the best analogy is like, okay, you're walking across the tightrope, which is scary, but there's a net, you know, yeah. there's a net down there. I willingly took the net and like chopped it down and set it on fire. Yeah. And then like, as you go across this tightrope now we set the whole circus on fire. Right. So good luck, bro. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know? And it was just like, whatever. Like, I don't know. I can't, not that I didn't fail in different aspects, but I was like, okay. Yeah. Let's go. It's go time. Yeah. I think that's a thing. I mean, like, you know, I, you know, we're all entrepreneurs here. Um, and a lot of people who listen are entrepreneurs as well. Um, it's like it, you always deal with the failures. You always have failures. You always are like struggling to figure out stuff, but it's that pros and cons list. Yep. And I think that's very important that you said that because I think like when you have a good defined, like, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. And you're like, understand your why of like what, what the foundation is, what you're building off of. And you're like, you know what? Even if it crumbles down, I still have that base because I want to do this and it's going to work and I'm going to make it work. Well, and then it's like, it's not, you know, any job you've held prior, like your skills don't just go away because you chose to do something else. So I said, Hey, you know, if I need to, like I've worked, I did construction for a good chunk of my life. It's like, um, there's always plan B. Yeah, there's, there's always there's ways that. to make money through jobs. Right. Oh, fuck, dude. I, I, can, went, I could go blue collar route. Like, I've got so many ends in that world bro, still. And I just was like, yeah. but let's not. My first year of freelancing, I went back to the Rustic Goat twice. And I was like, I need a job. Because I was like, I there was like times where I was like, I don't know, I'm going to pay rent this month. And it's like, people aren't paying their invoices. I don't Yo, know, oh, oh, if they're going to no, pay their invoices. That's the worst. Yeah. And then you're like, I just don't, they, like, they're not responding back to me. And like, I'm just like, so two times in oh, probably about a year and a half, I went back to the rest to go, which is a restaurant up in the Anchorage that I worked at. And like there, they were like, yeah, absolutely. If you want a job, you can do it. And I was like, okay, give me until the end of the week. And always by the end of the week, I always was like, no, 
I need to stick with it. I need to do it, even though my bank account is at two fifty. <laughs> oh my god! And I mean two dollars and fifty cents. You know, it's like it was like there was moments where it was like that was tough. And I look about it, I'm like that was like only like four or five years ago. Right. I'm like, damn. I, it's like things can change so fast if you're just motivated. Well, and that's it. I mean, use that. Yeah, use that as motivation. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people like it, it's weird because you know but I didn't. I didn't have a kid. Or a wife, oh, man, or a mortgage at that time. Yeah, so that I mean, only adds extra. Karen and I like, you know, we like when you go and play the video game and purposely put it on hard mode. Yeah. That's kind of a good analogy. Expert. You know, like why not? Yeah, because it's like the, the logic is, well, if I get really good at hard mode, yeah. then all the things that are like hard for most people be a fucking cakewalk. Yeah. yeah. So. Why not? Just, Let's temper this steel early. <laughs> yeah. Not saying that I'm steel. All this, <laughs> all this, steel. this mid, this yeah. middle aged dead yeah. steel. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the title of the podcast. Right. Middle aged, middle aged dead steel. Dead steel. Uh, Forged in the recliners of. Uh, so yeah. when <laughs> I love that when you look back at like this time, like what are the things that kind of stick out to you that maybe were projects or like things that you were thankful about. Or, like, things that you were just excited that happened. Like, oh, my God, I got this sweet project. And, like, um, you know, I was just so excited about what this and that. Like, do you look at something and, like, there's pivotal moments where you're like, oh, this will keep me going. This will keep me going. I think a lot of just collaborating with other, you know, you hit this point, like, I think we're in the age bracket where because you just, you know, you kind of grow up with the same people. You have the same communities, the same networks. Right. And when you start getting your friends and people to buy in on you, I mean, you usually have your friends groups that are always willing to kind of like go to bat. Mm-hmm. But when other people are coming to you like, Hey, I want you to design the logo for my business and yeah. then do the signage and then do the apparel and do the menus. Like that's a big, there's a lot of trust there. So you go through that project and that experience and sometimes it's pretty smooth and sometimes it's not. But when it's all said and done and you're driving around the community and like, you know, you sent somebody some files and all the little like, thank you. It was great working with you. And then you're driving down the road and like that restaurant is finally open. Like, holy shit. And there's my work. Right. Yeah. And you see people like, you know, you see it out in the real world and it kind of really brings it all home. Like, okay. You know, I've even gone to other businesses that exist that have amazing product. And like, I don't do this too often because I'm not really the cold call kind of guy. I beg to differ anymore. Weren't you just saying that you, you like, that's how you built. Okay. All right. All right. Well, maybe, maybe not anymore. Maybe not so much now, but like, you know, people cold call me now. Now. Okay. I'm not going to flex like that either. Cause that's (laughs) not true. Um, you know, like see somebody like your product's really good, but like, you know, design wise, whether that's, you know, just Mm -hmm. lack of, Hey, we need to get to market. And like, this is, this is keeping the, you know, it's getting the job done. Right. And like, hey, let's make your shit better. And to see people like that experience and then just it evolve and see their see their business being better received because of stuff like that. Do you see like because I mean, I always am like, especially in Alaska, because I think design for Alaskan businesses is like second thought. Yeah, right? oh, totally. So like making it look good. I think that's why Cut and Caliber was like, because I mean, I was a baby designer, but I, I kind of could tell like what looked okay and how yeah. I wanted it to feel when you looked at the product. Um, but like that, that's the main thing. Like in Alaska, like people aren't like, you know, they're just like, whatever, just, you know, go on Canva and bust me out a logo or go on Microsoft paint. Um, when you're doing this stuff, 
when you're like selling yourself, basically pitching yourself, yeah. Like, do you see a lot of people being like, mm, no, no, thank you, or do you have to like talk them into it? It's, I mean, it varies. You know, I, I think I've probably had every experience you can have at this point, good, bad, in between. Um, yeah. knock on wood, just because, you know, I'm sure something will get thrown my way that I've had to do. Yeah, one yeah. Um, I don't know. Usually, people are pretty good. Uh, it's just like, I don't know, it's it's hard. Like someone's like, I have this idea. I've got this logo. And like, okay, you listen to it. You've got to filter it. Here's how do I take your idea and make make this product that's going to make your business work better. It's not that just it's aesthetically better, but it's a tool, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm building this fake thing, right, that's really just a, it exists in the ether until we start applying it to real world things. But we're going to use this thing to promote your business or to sell something, to make it look better, to streamline it, to do all these fun little things and you just got to trust me and some people go all in and they love the experience and it just it's never it's kind of like there's a base blueprint for it but it just evolves and changes with each person with each client or i mean person. i've had the client that's like do whatever and you know some people are like oh that's gonna be the best thing ever i'm like no, not at all that's dude. the worst that oh man that's, that is uh yeah no guidelines means uh i feel or like. or and i'm also in this like or too much right well, right. Yeah. Were they nitpicking? They're trying, you know, you're trying to do a logo and basically yeah. with their input, they want it to be a scientific illustration and like, okay, look, we got to look at this also as a, a visual thing. Like it's a tool. It'll work for your business. But yeah. if we design it in a way that's not going to help you communicate quick and easily, then you're at a disservice. You're yeah. already shooting yourself in the foot. So let's figure out these ways to apply it to real world things early on and make it work for you. And I'll show you how to do that. Yeah. You know, and the, a lot of that's just been with the different people I've worked with where like, you need some apparel to tie in or you need some signage or, you know, I, I'm always so bad at like pitching myself because people are like, well, what do you do? I'm like, well, when it comes to shit that's printed, like what don't I do? Yeah. And it's such a big umbrella and that's such a generic that's, lame answer. That's that, like, the creative <laughs> artist in you though. Cause yeah. we're always like this word. Oh God. Multidisciplinary. Uh, because we like you're to, not wrong, yeah. right? But, exactly <laughs> not wrong. Yeah. yeah, but it's like we always are like, well, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah, I could do that. Uh, so it's like you always keep adding stuff. So yeah, there is like you could do anything design wise. Yeah, and then there's the ones like, yeah, I could do that. And then you're like, I better figure out how to fucking I'm do better, that. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta learn how to do that tonight. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, I've been googling a lot for like stuff like that recently. So I think I don't know I. I have fun with, you know, all sticker mule accounts and shit like that that you have these days. It's so easy to get, like, samples and stuff oh, yeah, printed. Yeah. So I've just been making stickers to either promote myself or sell just because it's fun. Which are plastered all over the new GCI well, commercial. Yeah, dude, I have to say thanks. That was pretty awesome. Was the that little, cool? Yeah, you, you, you told me you were going to do that. And then when it finally came on, I was like, wait a second. Yeah. Like, I recognize some of those It's marks. funny because, like, uh, I... <clears throat> we had a go fix yourself sticker and like we had Ralph uh, from anonymous Eskimo podcast on, we used his sticker. And then unfortunately like the ones where I was like, cause I'm like, Oh, the go fix yourself. Like this will definitely. And I also had a cornfield sticker. So I was like, Oh, this, this will definitely be seen. <laughs> like this is going to get in. The, and then we, we ended up deciding to like zoom in and cut, like the top and the bottom off where the stickers were. And I was like, dang it. But like, we had like uh your, we had a million of your stickers and I had brought like so the art director brought in a bunch and then I also brought in a bunch on the day because I was like, oh, I have all these stickers from Mike and he just gave us permission. And so we just put them all over the place. 
on left wall, right wall. I mean, there, yeah. So if you watch the new GCI commercial, your stickers are like everywhere. Yeah, whoever's I, garage that is loves your shit, dude. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. that's awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, part of it, like I started making them, like make these tour stickers now because we've been traveling quite a bit, and I usually like. I'm a big hockey guy. Like, again, like I, I have all these ideas, all these things I want to talk to you guys about. I'm like, I realize we have like time and I'm trying to be cohesive. So like, again, like I said, as I'm like envisioning, like I'm in the middle of telling you a story, my brains are like, yeah. but what about that? And that, yeah. and that, I think yeah. it's an old guy thing. Like, I, I, I think that's just, the- I think it is only an old guy thing because you have so many more stories. Somebody that's 20 just doesn't, or, you know, like right. younger, they don't have all the connections. They're idiots. I mean, oh, they're morons. Right. I know? mean, they, they can have some good life experience, <laughs> yeah. right? But yeah, what ultimately. What junior high? <laughs> I don't care. I got Shut my up. buddy to, Shut up. he told me to drink these 12 beers, so yeah. I drank these 12 beers. Like, we've all had yeah. those stories. Yeah. Everybody's, yeah, exactly. That, right. Actually, this is a plug for next week's podcast. We do have our first high school, I'm just kidding. No. No. We no. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> no high schoolers allowed. Yeah, no. No. Yeah. No, you gotta have. You gotta have some. Life Who's experience. your hockey team? Is it the Krakens? Uh well, yes. Krakens. But like my okay. To be real, like my diehard, I will go to bat for is the Pittsburgh Penguins. Yeah. Oh, fudge. Are you a I, Flyers? I, I was a Red Wings fan growing okay, up. Okay. Yeah. Oh, is that the worst? Fudge. But yeah, yeah, my yeah. dad. Yeah. Well, so like since since ninety, so it just kind of you know high school because like said so I'm an older guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it just, I remember going like when you hit the age, we can finally start going to activities, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, we yeah. got basketball games, so we got football, we got yeah. hockey. Hockey just always resonated, you know? And that's a big, I didn't even like, when I grew up in New York, hockey wasn't even an option. But I moved to Alaska, everybody did it. And I was right. like, you guys don't play soccer? <laughs> like, And I was like, I'm really good. You just got to take my word for it. Yeah, but yeah, hockey, the Rangers? <laughs> right. Yeah, hockey, right. Hockey's a big thing up here. Well, I mean, they play soccer up here, but it's like, what, six weeks? Oh, barely, yeah. yeah. Um, so it just, you know, I, it's weird again. Like, okay, I'm following this team, and that's right when, you know, EA started making the games. Oh, yeah. Where they started licensing the real names. Because before that, it's like Blades of Steel. N- and well, um, it was NHLPA back in yeah, the yeah. day. Back in the day, EA sports. So yeah. I'm it's fo- in the game. Yeah, that's totally <laughs> it. You got it. Uh, so I'm following this team from afar, and like the day after, you know, you're looking at the sports page, and I say the little tiny little paragraph right up. If there's that, you just have the score and like the penalties mm. and stuff. Um, so just been with them, and like I think part of it just I didn't realize as a kid. Like I look back at things now, and I'm like. You'd always see like old school mascots, you know, just oh, yeah. looking at books like, oh, the cartoony animal. I was always drawn to the tough animal. So I think that was part of it too. Pittsburgh has this penguin looks kind of tough. Like yeah. As tough as you can make a penguin. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. That, um, how tough is it? You know? Right, right. You're <laughs> a penguin, tough, dude. Yeah, as tough you as know? you can make a You might penguin. be tough in water, but like <laughs> on land, <laughs> forget about just it. Just yeah. knock you over, tip you over, bud. So I just kind of just picked them and they happen to, you know, they were they awesome right well. away. And yeah. so I just, like, I stuck with them since the highs, the lows. Yeah. I always said, though, because I've been to Seattle, like, more times than I can count. I was like, if they ever get a hockey team. I'm switching. No, I'm not switching. Because I, I will not. I mean, I, I just, I'm having two teams. I'm not yes, switching there teams. There it is. There I'm it is. We're having a thruple. I'm going to be by, <laughs> by, by teams. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's totally what happened. Yeah. Um, you know, we would we did go to the Penguins, played them on Halloween weekend, but I, you know, I was wearing my Penguin stuff for that. Oh, okay, so you had to pick. You had to I, in, you know, in Seattle, I totally like, you know, yeah. Just, you can't the the first love, man. <laughs> yeah, you had to pick which house to go to for right. Christmas, kind right. of thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> yeah, oh, man. Hockey is interesting because I feel like it's one of those sports where you watch it on TV. It's one of those polar opposites of live versus TV. Yeah. TV is yeah. like, yeah. yeah, this is okay. I mean, it's like 1-0. Like, I like seeing them, like, hit each other. Yeah. <laughs> but then you go see it in person and you see how, like, fast they move yeah. and how skilled they like it's and then you watch a fight and you oh, watch how a guy big get, in the oh, energy yeah. i mean the yeah. energy the in the sounds building. it's a uh, cowbell cowbell uh, you know i will say that though like we were pretty diehard aces but i the cowbell crew like i don't miss the cowbell because know, like, you right come out ear. out of the game and you're like oh, in my head yeah, just killing me. or the big trumpet like the, oh yeah the oh. Right. yeah those things but the characters, this, man, the, the characters at the Alaska Aces games, because, yeah. oh, like, yeah. you, you just get to know, like, you just start recognizing the people. And, like, again, like, uh, the people watching up here, is, it's got to be some of the best. Oh, yeah. And, and the hockey community Such diverse. is, yeah it's, yeah, it's just good shit. It's, I don't know. I don't know why, like, it's the one sport outside of snowboarding that I just, like, I went all in on You're it. a winter guy. Winter yeah. sport guy. You yeah. know I am, but I'm also getting to the point too where like you know winter doesn't need to be six months anymore yeah yeah i don't think you ever want to leave this place permanently but i'm you know and i like to do all the winter sports i just over it i know today i was talking to my wife because it was like we we have a toddler who's three and she is going through this sleep regression for her nap thing oh man and it sucks right now like the naps are a nightmare on the weekends because it takes like two hours of your afternoon to like get her down and it's like it was four o'clock and it's like dark and I'm like, man, this sucks. Like <laughs> I, it's only four o'clock and I feel like my day's over already. Yeah. And it's like sometimes in Alaska, especially this time, like, but right before Christmas, it's too dark, too long. Yeah. It, it, I mean, with the kids, you said, how old your my toddler's three. Okay. Three. Yeah, so three. yeah, that's kind of the fun age though with Christmas. Oh, you're kind of like, yeah, you're right. You're totally. Right there. Just the darkness itself. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. like you feel like your day is over at 3 p.m. Or it's like, when's dinner? And it's like, it's 2.30 <laughs> yeah. in the afternoon. Yeah, <laughs> right? we were we yeah. were some friends last weekend at their place and we had some drinks and stuff. Like, man, I don't know. I might kind of call it a night. You know, it's been fun. And they're like, dude, it's like 8.30. <laughs> and I had like, a long day. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't I'm still going to go me. sit down on the couch a little bit. Like, don't, don't close your eyes. Like, So you guys could see yourselves maybe being like snowbirds kind of thing? I would like to. I mean. Where would where'd you go? Seattle. No. You know no. what? No. I was just guessing. No, I mean, I love hockey. Pittsburgh, I'll go watch. Pennsylvania. No, actually, not that either. <laughs> from I mean, one extreme yeah. to another. No, no, I love my I love my live hockey, but I'm not like I could, you know, a beach in Mexico. Okay, oh, yeah, go, yeah. go all the way. Mobs. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if I get the internet, I could watch hockey on my phone and be on the beach. For sure. You know, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Or I mean, I like the Northwest. I like the West Coast. I mean, the whole Western states. Um, even just going back to seasons, that's what I loved about Montana. It's very similar to Alaska. Yeah. I mean, sometimes the winter would be a little more harsh than here, but you'd still pretty much get seasons out of the deal. For sure. Right. Um, you know, like fall, like, oh, yeah, I really like fall. I discovered when you go back to having September through November, sometimes early December. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and spring starts like the end of February. Shit starts turning yeah. green. And, this, you know, there's snow up in the mountains if you want that. Right. Which that works for me. I'm just... Yeah. It's I, it's the mental anguish I think because yeah. you never really know like what kind of winter is Alaska throwing at us. Are we going to get regular snowfall where we can do stuff, or is it going to be ice super and cold? Ice yeah. cold yeah. Or is it going to be super cold? Or is it going to be uh, yeah? Yeah. I, I think I'm right there with you. I my one of my goals is definitely to snowbird in the next three years. Right. I just love the idea of like because 
these summers up here, I'm obsessed with. Well, when they're good, like the, the, That's true. the, the end very, of this last summer was, was bullshit. It, yeah, it was just yeah. rain the whole time. <laughs> Two months but also, of that. literally, was all rain. I do like rain every once in a while. Yeah, 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 dude. I think, but like a lot of it, I was like, oh, okay, like so. I, I, I love Seattle, but I was like, I don't know if I could deal with this. Well, that's rain. that's the thing. That's the kicker for me because I could right. do Seattle, but like it hits that point where it's just gray and, and cold enough. Right. Mm-hmm. Give me snow because at least I can do something in that. Yeah, for sure. The rain just like, dude, I makes me want to cut myself. It, it is depressing. Know, <laughs> yeah. No, it is more depressing than dark, <laughs> I, I think. I do miss the seasons. Um, okay, so like what, you know, you're, you're working on your business. Uh, you're working on projects. Um, you know, but you also do, and I think when we got together for beers a while ago, uh, you know, you, I was saying like, you have a lot of like awesome illustrations just for yourself. Like the, the, the characters and oh, yeah. the, you know, the shirt you're wearing right now, you know, the, uh, the sun, I don't know what you would call it. It's, I mean, your- it's basically the first one. Well, these were the ones that during COVID started out as I had my satellite dishes. I think I told you this. Yeah. Well, and that's the, the crazy thing because so. Uh, Kyle, we, me and him, we live in like the same neighborhood and I didn't know that I knew you lived in West side because of yeah. rest to go, but I didn't know where you lived. And then like we, uh, we, you know, me and my wife and our dog, we love to go on walks. And so this one time we went on a different route on the long way. And then I looked at these, these dishes, these satellite dishes. And I'm like, damn, that looks a lot like Mike's work. I bet, I bet <laughs> he lives here. And then come to find out, you know, you guys do. And so I was like, holy shit, like you're two blocks barely right. away from us. Was he designed the dish? Well, they were like, so when we bought that house forever ago, it had uh-huh. like the two mini dishes. And again, you know, for the little hockey callback, um, oh, I can center ice was the thing. You know, right, I right. can watch yeah. all the games. So I was excited. And then, you know, we lived there forever and then kind of got the, you know, saw the the writing on the wall when streaming. I'm like, dude, everything's going to go streaming. So I just switched over early. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, screw this satellite. Satellite's way too much. And there's just half of it's garbage, if not yeah. more. But I never took the dishes down. So then COVID, you know, we're all hanging out and it starts getting nice running out in the backyard. I just keep looking. I'm like, I should take those down. They're just gray. They're ugly. They don't do anything. Or I'm like. They've got these pretty sweet mounts. Why don't I just turn them into a piece of art? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm just sitting there. Something simple because I was like, uh, the first ideas were this elaborate. I'm like, yeah, it'd be great if you're going to get a graphic printed and put up there. But that's not, you were talking about painting them because you want to go back to the old school. So I'm like, let's do a simple design, kind of like what this shirt I'm wearing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, (laughs) we'll start out there. Um, And so I painted it first. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. That turned out. Maybe I should make a sticker out of that. And so I went, took the picture, you know, airdrop. This is where I love the technology, airdrop it right into my computer. Yep. Illustrator, yep. layer, boom, redraw the design, add a little more detail. And then I'm like, okay, well, I've got that other dish. So what do I want to do with that? Do I want to do the same design or something different? I'm like, let's do the same one. Like I had this idea instead of the warm, like, because the first one's like blue and like the sun's yellow, like oranges and reds. Yep. And it's very like summery. So I did the reverse. I'm like, let's do like the dark, like purples and indigos and stuff. Instead of the sun will be a moon. So I just called it because like lack of, you know, being super creative. Um, called the first one t- turn again sunset and the other one turn again moonrise. Okay. Nice. Yeah. And so like I made the sticker and like had Pip make me a couple of just quick, like, you know, because I wanted to go match the colors at uh, Lowe's. I took it, this sticker in there and like went to the paint sample. I'm like, yeah, that's it. So it's one of those nice. rare times where I went analog, digital, digital back to analog. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was <laughs> really rewarding. I, I mean, saying, yeah. do you find yourself, because, I mean, like, you started graphic designing before digital, 
uh, do you find yourself going back to analog as like a kind of like, all right, you know what, let's go at this the old way. Well, that's kind of yourself doing that a lot. That's basically what the, you know, I think we touched on it earlier. Um, I'm the chalk artist for the moose's tooth and bear teeth primarily. I've done other businesses in the past, but so the moose's tooth, they change those special boards like every other week. It worked out. Um, Dan, Dan approached, well, I think he approached Kara because my wife worked there for like 15 years, 15 and a half years. Um, approached her early on. He's like, yeah, I know you're, you know, I don't even think we were married yet. He's like, I know your guy's an artist. Would he want to do these special boards? And so I went in. It was the first one was St. Patrick's Day, I think. I think it was 2003, if I remember correctly. And so when I'm like, well, what do we need to do? He's like, well, here's the board. You have X amount of room. Just the specials have to be legible. They got to be spelled correctly. You <laughs> yeah. put some artwork on there, whatever. I don't know. Last candidate. Boom. You know, so it was like St. Patrick's Day. So I drew like a leprechaun or whatever. Yeah. You know, fast forward to now, I've been doing it for 20 years. So it just kind of, they usually have pretty cool like names of the special. So I've just made it a thing like, okay, let's make a playoff the special name. Because if you always go holiday, sometime you come in when the changeover is, it's like, say Halloween's tomorrow, you do a big Halloween thing. Halloween's going to be done. And then you got Halloween art up for two weeks. Yeah. Right. So sometimes it still flies, but usually it's like they, they've got all these great names. So I just play off of that. And when all else fails, every once in a while, you get like a complete just, it's like Greek salad and it's like, extra pepperoni pizza like do these names suck so then you're like <laughs> so then it's like i'm just gonna do some last can yeah, you know yeah. but that's that right there um do you say that to them man these names suck. yeah i will sometimes <laughs> i mean i can get you know yeah yeah i, wa- I want to think i'm still like on the good side of being an appropriate pain in the ass but i usually right. pretty self you know it's like I'll, i just need the names of the specials i go in there set up my area in the back plug in the headphones yeah, you know, I, I tell people if you come up and talk to me with these on, I cannot hear you. Like mm-hmm. the whole point is, I've got like order some food, have a drink. You know, I'm, I'm playing. Zone. I'm playing, and yeah. sometimes I'll map it out. I've got like my little field notes. I'll just kind of like write the names down. I always put the date on there, um, and then just sketch out a couple of things. I used to kind of sketch out real like most of the composition, and now I'm like I just do different styles yeah. and and kind of components, and then just kind of go in there and like, let's just see what happens. Like either I'll organize these or use these as a base to go off of. Um, I've gone in there several times on purpose. It's like, fuck it, dude, let's just see what happens to see what happens. Sure. Oh man. You know, let's let the tunes decide. You know? <laughs> what, what is the tunage that's going on? I've got this playlist called Mike's getting shit done. Um, <laughs> I love that. We're going to need a link to it. Yeah. I was gonna say, can we, well, can I mean, we share it? It's, it's Apple. Like I don't really do a whole lot on the Spotify. Uh, that's fine. Um, but I can, I can, yeah. Well, Get us the song list and well, we'll recreate there's it. There's a lot that's very skippable on there. And I'll tell you why. Cause like I've had this playlist probably since when I started it back when fucking iTunes showed up. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the day. So that's like what? iPod. Oh one. Yeah. I mean, I had the second generation iPod. You know, oh, nice. yeah, me too. That was that thing was a game changer. So I wore it on my the, hip, the wheel, the I, wheel. I wore oh, it on my man. hip, and I always made sure people could see it. Oh, dude, because it was a like little screen now. like that. Yeah. It's so I've got like this whole thing with technology too that I use it as like remembering times in my life because it's a weird. I know I'm all over the place, but the mice getting sh- uh, shit done. It's just like it's like basically almost 20 years of stuff. Just it's, it's all over the board. I like all kinds of stuff, and then you know if I'm in the mood, I'm in the mood. If not, click. Now, now are you a a, a shuffle? Um, oh yeah. Okay, because because okay. what I find, especially like if if you're running to a playlist or or doing something to a playlist, like you hear the same songs, like you know if you start on the first yeah, yeah. song. 
And I like that sometimes, like, because, you know, like, time-wise, if you're on the third song, like, if you're trying to get something done, be like, okay, yeah. I know I've spent 12 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're trying to get creative, I feel like the shuffle has to kind of surprise you with a song and, like, the unexpected versus... Right, and, and it's, you know, and it, it makes me, like, I put that song on here, and sometimes they're they're straight up just, like, I know they're garbage. They're there to make me laugh. You know, they yeah, kind of break yeah. out at the moment, like... All right, here's this earworm. I'll try to like work this into a conversation with Kara Demar so it's in her head. Kind of, we play yeah. that game all the time. Oh, okay, huh. yeah, that's a fun game. <laughs> I love that. Um, what's what's one song that like when it comes on, you're just like, hell yeah, let's go, get shit see, done. I'm like the worst when it comes to these. Com- like, it's like, what's your favorite song? Like, there is no well, one. But I mean, like, you know? I mean, genre even like because like if for me like uh, I love running to like either it's got to be like four on the floor like edm music like epic shit or it's got to be just like the dirtiest heavy metal oh well i I mean i like like, like, the dirtiest what kind of dirty heavy metal i know (laughs) southern baby the dirty south i love me the dirty south well it's funny like you know music wise that's always again like i could talk hours just on music um we can do you want to know that. Like, we, you know, we've you've got the it. band things. Yeah. Uh, you know, my my biggest, my personal thing was, like, pian- doing piano lessons, like, for part of grade school. I quit because I get tired of being made fun of. Oh, yeah. But my sister played piano and everything. We had, she's five years older. She was born in 70. I was born in 75. So, like, music was always prevalent in our household, especially the 80s, all that 80s stuff. Mm. You had all the 80s pop, like, dude, 24-7. Wham. Make it big, baby. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> the classic. The metal, the butt hair, you know, because yeah. she was, she was, I said the butt hair. I wanted to say the butt, butt rock. rock. Yeah. There we go. But We're not hair. talking about the butt, butt hair. hair. I'm sure they had that too. They absolutely did. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, so she was, she was classic. Hair rock and butt rock. Okay. They yeah. Together yeah. at last. <laughs> yeah. um, That's we good. New, we got a new genre, <laughs> butt hair. <laughs> You're listening to the hair. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Oh, man. So she would secretly, because we grew up religious, so she would secretly was into Guns and Roses and stuff oh, and, like, Appetite Axel. for Destruction. Oh, my Axel, God. Axel. Since you know? So she's, you know, I had this steady influence. Also, like, my my best friend in, when we lived in Idaho, his older brothers that were in bands. Like, we had that metal, all that cover. Yeah. Um, and then right, you know, I started high school to follow 89. So then right that dovetailed the later part was like, you had gangster rap, you had grunge, you had alternative, you had all that. So all that growing up into that, like that whole mess and then old school country. Yeah. And my parents taste music was all right. Like it can kind of remember some of the 70s shit they listened to. Then they also had some stuff that just not good. Um, so Did it's just this cocktail of fucking madness, basically. Yeah. And then when I went to college as the old guy, um, you know, I remember that's when Radiohead was coming back around. And okay, yeah. That transition. So there's a lot of like the late 90s kind of early aught stuff. I tend to do more of like bands that I grew up with, like, you know, in the, the 90s that are like, oh, the Pumpkins are still around or Soundgarden oh, put wow, out a yeah. new one or oh, Foo yeah. Fighters put out another you just one. just pop it into the playlist. Or, you know, like, because it, it's, I will say this. You go from working construction, listen to the same, like either K-Will or the Fox or whatever yeah. all the time. You hear Every the day. same songs all the time. So there's a lot of the newer bands that were coming out at that time when I still listen to radio. They're like, you'd hear the one song, and you're like, man, either like it kills it for you or just like yeah. that one song. Like I didn't really deep dive. 
One band in particular, which I fucking love beyond most bands, Manchester Orchestra, not okay. an actual orchestra. Yes. Those guys yes. fucking rock. Like they, yeah. like they've got, I don't even, if you know, you know, that's yeah. all I can say. It's different. It's yep. definitely emo, I but guess, but like it, it is. My, my bandmates are obsessed. Yeah. I, I love Manchester and I, I was so glad that I got to see them when they came up to Beartooth. Oh, oh dude. Oh my gosh. Well, so we, and you know, I, I'm going to pull this card just because we did just, we went to a family trip to Tennessee and we saw them play in Knoxville at the mill in the mine. Best. That's my fourth time seeing them. Oh wow, four times. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm You're kinda, diehard. I'm diehard. They're die fucking hard. they're that good. Yeah. Life dude. changing for they, sure. I uh yeah, so our singer, she just like she flew down to go see them in LA because she loves them so much. Was that at the Cal Jam? Was that could like- not tell you. But she was like, I mean, yeah, she bought there's records in their house now. They have t shirts. She bought t shirts for her, you know, her kid. And so the, uh, my band is very influenced by Manchester and uh, Brand New, who also was at. Yeah. Uh, I saw them at Beartooth. Beartooth. Yeah. 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 So I saw a lot of the, I mean, I think we've probably all seen a lot of we've the same bands. We've all been bands. at the yeah. same concerts. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I miss them. Yeah. I miss them. I think dude. they're coming back. Yeah. The word on the street is they're that's, coming back. That's what we've heard too. I think uh, someone else we had on was telling about it. But like I really that venue, it's a great venue. There's something about it. Like I remember seeing Ghostland there for the first time. Oh, dude, yeah. And even though like Ghostland is like not my favorite, have you? Just, I've never seen Ghostland, but okay. I've, I've seen the footage of it. Yeah, it, I mean, it's just like fun. it's dance. It's a yeah, EDM. Well, not EDM, well. No, like, it's like it's, it's like kind of pop pop rock. Yeah, but like the, yeah, the light show indie, and everything. That's like. The, I forget I forget that like Aaron's the lead singer and the um keyboardist, he's got the cape. Have you yeah. ever seen here's a random call out? Have you ever seen Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas? I, I didn't it's know those Jim Hens. Okay, okay. It, no. you're like those words make sense, no. but not in that order. No, no. <laughs> okay, so the like crickets over here. Yeah, yeah. you're yeah. like, all right, old guy. Uh, so uh, <laughs> it's Jim Henson. I right. think it came out in the 70s. It's more or less. It's like a. It's like it's fucking good. It's 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 like a Christmas story. It's kind of set like in the the 70s. The big talent show. It's kind of loosely based on the gift of the Magi, but one of the Another. big. There's like a big battle of the bands basically at the end with like, you know, the main characters and then, then like the the antagonist, there's the the River Bottom Nightmare band. Ooh. Like, yeah. River Bottom Nightmare. The band. guy playing the lead singer's playing the keys and he's got the same cape as the ghost line. That's why I went off on that tangent. Uh, the big like cloak with sparkly yeah. like. I thought the that wizard. was like a Gonzo. Remember Gonzo? Well, yeah, yeah. It totally Knievel. Well, I mean, it's the Muppets, so it probably right. is the Gonzo cape. Like yeah. I'm sure it is. Interesting. But that's that's a worthy checkout. If you can remember, <laughs> look this up and just if you like Muppets, well, this is, if this they is, don't this is being recorded, so we'll just have to okay. replay this. All right. We'll, uh, we'll find it. Um, yeah. So anyway, like Beartooth, I think has been like a pivotal thing. Cause that was always too, like a, a venue I always wanted to play. And then right before in 2019, January, I got to open up for taking back Sunday. Oh, nice. So that was like, like check that box. That's right? well, that's a nice box to check. Dude. It was so huge. Even though we weren't even like, I, I don't, I, I, I love Dan that I think he's a great dude, but like, I think uh, my bandmates, um, like we're just like, dude, let us open, let us open. Like I think they had pressured him too much. I don't think he really heard our music, and until that night, and we're way heavier than them. right. And like I think they were <laughs> like, oh, we'll be fine. We'll we'll mix, we'll match with them. Their 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 audience is our audience. And then I think he saw the screaming during sound check, and he was like, what the. 
fuck did I get myself into? But I was like, it's too late now, baby. I'm playing. Yeah. Well, that's what I think how he felt about Manchester because I talked him into getting him up here because I was like, dude, I was on him. Like we, Karen and yeah, I went was, and saw. Well, thank you for doing that. Well, you're welcome. I'll take credit for that one. Yeah. Um, but we'd went and saw, Karen and I went and saw Kings of Leon at the Gorge. That was like right when, Ooh. you know, like uh, Sex on Fire, that album. Yeah. Sex is on yeah. fire. That was a good show. So, you know, we're coming back to Alaska, and the, that's when the Alaska ones is handing out the digi players, right? Okay, yeah. And so I was going through, and I'm like, you know, you're feeling the concert high. We also, like, did Portland and, like, all these other areas, and that was, like, kind of the big cherry on top. And so I'm looking at the digi player, and Manchester came on, mm-hmm. and it was the video for Shake It Out. If you ever seen that video. I haven't seen the video, but I know the song. The, watch the video. It's based, uh, it's uh, over the top. There's an old shitty Sylvester Stallone movie, arm wrestling movie from the 80s oh, called yeah. Over the Top. Yep. So the video for Shake It Out by Manchester is based off, of, it's fucking brilliant. So I happened to see that coming back from that trip, and I was like, you know, I do remember hearing this song when I was doing construction. It was like the only song they play on the radio, or it was their other one, Friends, uh, Low places. Oh yeah, and I'm like it's a good I've song. I've got friends in all the right places. But I was also just like, okay, you know, in my mind is like it's the only song they play of theirs, and so like it's they're one other one of these one hit. You right. know, bands, you almost right. wrote them off. Right, and then I saw the video, and I'm like, you better go back and dig into their catalog, and I'm glad I did. Interesting. But you should watch the video because it's. You'll make you oh, laugh. I remember over the top seeing that like on TBS when I was a yeah, kid. I yeah, yeah. Like, it's totally, it's probably on TBS now. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, is this move like as a kid? Wait, there's like professional arm wrestling? I didn't know this was a thing. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, mm, uh, and I'm signaling how they like kind of take the grip on the oh, arm wrestling. The whole say, part. It's great where, visual for the, the audio yeah. podcast. Well, exactly. I mean, yeah. he's got his hat on facing oh, forward yeah. and the big move would like to like you <sighs> sit down there. You got the gratuitous flex going on. Oh, yeah. You know, he's like slides it back around like, oh, he's going he's over the top. To get <laughs> real. He's getting over the top. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, that. Yeah, I was about to say that movie will enrich your life, but probably not. No. But, yeah, it, it was it kind of like in it that won't. whole like, like, uh, Predator and oh, like all like Predator. the Schwarzenegger, Stallone, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the, Creed, the Mick Bain, like oh, that eighties. The first Predator is good. Oh, great! Second yeah. one, eh. I don't. Even I like that this. one with Danny uh, or Danny Glover. Danny Glover in New York, right? It's like yeah. a heat yeah, wave. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was good. I thought I, I like that I one. Tell you, I have uh, to revisit that yeah. one. It's funny because we're doing our uh, perfect segue because I'm. I was kind of curious too. So I mean, like to get in the creative process. You know, or do you watch movies? Like, what kind of movies? Man, like, back in the, because I'm a sucker for 80s movies. Uh, and he hasn't seen Predator 2. Well, I guess I've seen Predator. I've seen yeah, Predator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 90s. I've seen it. I've seen it. Predator 2. Well, I'll but it's preface. not worth my time to rewatch it. Now, Predator 1. 100%. Oh, I just, yeah, dude, I, the dialogue in I just Predator 1. That not that long ago. <laughs> yeah. Dylan, you old son of a bitch. <laughs> Fucking the bigger <laughs> Talk about flexing. Yeah, yeah. Dude, like, all those uh, movies, they're always oiled up. There's yeah. all the, like, there's a lot of oil. The one line, the stick around. I mean, oh, yeah. so good. good, dude. Wow. I like that was so good. Really good. Well, so, like, all that shit, again, being just the timing, being a kid of the 80s, it's like right there for, like, the movie. I mean, I saw a lot of movies I had no business seeing as a grade school kid. Like, oh, I yeah. saw Rambo 2. Oh. I mean, nice. but like, you know, the flip side is you got like Goonies. I got to see that in the theater. I got to see the Indiana Jones. One. I was going to wear my Goonies shirt today, too, Dude, and I should have. That's fucking, that movie's one of the best. So yes. Just all that shit I'm, at that I'm, time. I'm glad we agree on that. I, I like, a lot, you know, some of the 80s movies are, you revisit them and they're like, oh, 
this is not good at all. Yeah. Weird, my eight-year-old brain couldn't pick up on all the shitty <laughs> aspects of this movie. Who do you think seen the Goonies the most out of us three? Me. I mean, he's also a little bit older than oh, I am. Oh, Jesus. Got to drop that card. <laughs> oh, dude, Jeez. you could, you're not going to hurt my feelings with that one. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I've watched it all. If you watched it in lot. theaters, uh, I definitely think you've watched it more. But I definitely, I do love that movie. It's yeah. so it's good. My, it's my top two. It's like, I got Hook is number one. And then Goonies Did is number two. Did we go to the two. house together? Yeah. 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 yeah we went, yep. we, uh, we didn't go to the house. We went to. Oh, so who's number one fan? Uh, <laughs> did you go to the Goonies Museum? Oh, they shit. actually. Uh, in the jail? In yeah. the jail from the movie? They wouldn't let us in. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> we didn't. No, they didn't, actually. Yeah, I, we took, didn't. I took my son to that. That was pretty sweet. I didn't know they even had a Goonies. Because I, I knew when, oh, dude, because we, Kyle came up with us on tour and then. We stayed in Cannon Beach for a week. Oh, Cannon Beach is awesome. Oh, my God. But, like, I was excited because I knew Cannon. I We had been once before or whatever. And anyways, but I – no, we haven't. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm getting my timeline mixed up. Anyway, the first time we went to Cannon Beach, I just knew, like, Goonies was filmed there. Like, the I was story, so excited. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I was excited to see Haystack Rock. And so as soon as we turned and you can see the giant rock, I just started freaking out. And I don't think anybody else was like, they were like, shut the fuck up, dude. Like, we're in the van and the trailer. And I'm truffle shovel. I was just, oh, my gosh. I, I It's like a, a core memory, like inside yeah. out. Like, that was a core memory of that trip when I literally looked at Haystack Rock for the first time. And then I just was like, Goonies was here. This was, uh, and then we went to Astoria. Astoria is like, pretty cool. I, I, yeah. And the name is cool. Astoria. And then we I went to love it. Coffee Girl. It's a coffee shop that was out on the, uh, like, basically the dock. Yeah. Oh, on the, like, right down on the waterfront yeah. part. Yep. And it was, yep. like, a super cool place. I remember that. I was, like, I had a bagel and coffee, like, out on, and you're, like, watching. Just It's, like, Boats, this is a magic Right on place. the water. Well, I'll give you props for getting a coffee. I was traveling with my son that whole weekend. So I was, like, after we, you know, we'd stayed the night in Cannon Beach. Then when, there's that, um, like, state park right out there, yeah, like, on the point. Uh, that's where I got engaged, actually. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah. Where yeah. there's, like, the shipwreck out there. You know what's funny is so that I took a video unbeknownst to my wife during the thing. Like I set my phone down. I was like, oh, let's take a picture. And I was recording, did the proposal. And then there's, I think it's, it's not Tillamook like rock, but it's some rock oh, yeah, out yeah. there. Right. And I was like, oh, that's like right in the center of our picture. Like, let's look up what like that's called. I was like, oh, shipwreck here. 80 people died. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> there was a dog on board. It was the only thing to survive. I was like, our love covers a tragedy. Right. <laughs> out, of, out of tragedy, yeah. love is born. We have, we have healed this place. We finally brought some good to it. <laughs> so I was like, that's kind of cool, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, that's but, a, that's pretty funny. Yeah, because I was like, oh, it's probably got a cool name or something. Then I started reading, I was like, oh, was was like it? Slaughter Point yeah. or something. Blood <laughs> Island. <laughs> wasn't wasn't that the place that we walked? We went down and we, we camped were, at night. Uh, yeah, because it's uh, Ecola National Park or whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. What it's called. So that's up there. We went and stayed like down on the beach. Yeah, just below the the park. And yeah. we weren't supposed to do that. We weren't supposed to do it. And then also, I think we were we weren't super far back, and so yeah, so the water was so coming like up we morning. literally woke up and like the 
the water's lapping on our tents. Oh god. Yeah. And we're like, guys, wake up. <laughs> yeah. Guys. Time to go. <laughs> like, holy shit. We were like minutes away from just coasting. Being we, part of Blood Island. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just an old crusty sea guy goes over and yeah. just puts two more tally marks yeah. on the rock. <laughs> they had yeah. to go. Uh, oh, oh good stuff. <laughs> good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. I was just saying like um, because a lot of times what we hear in this kind of like segment is, you know, like people with families and all this stuff in like a, a job, like a creative job, like there's usually some stuff that you're liking to do. And you mentioned hockey, but like what is the besides just movies? Like, is there activities that you like have to do away from the family? Like mic time, you know? Like, oh, yeah. I what's mean, fat mic night? Oh, like? oh, fat mic night. Yeah. Lord. yeah. I know I was listening to you guys talk about that. I'm like, it's important to have one. You know, and, and if people are just joining for the first time, uh, Kyle and I have Fat Steven and Fat Kyle nights where we really just we have our own meals and we eat all of the food and we watch, you know, movies and whatever. So yeah, it's like put on the sweatpants, yeah, break out the yep. pint of ice cream because that whole thing's going. Down. Oh, wait, so, that's only supposed to be one night. Well, <laughs> one night at a time. <laughs> oh, OK, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what's a fat mic night look like? And it doesn't have to be, you know, food. You or just whatever. lay out your night that you'd like to have. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much, you know, we've all got those lists like, you know, Netflix, whatever. I've mm-hmm. got all these shows that like I haven't watched. Watch. I still have never watched. I've seen like two episodes of Games of Thrones. I think the first one was like the the Red Wedding. <laughs> you watched the first. That's the well, first. Well, episode it was you at watched? a buddy's house. He's like, "Well, I'm like you want to watch this?" Yeah. Well, he was like, "I'm watching this." I'm like, "I've never seen it." Oh, like, wow. oh, and so everybody, God. everybody's oh, like, "Holy fuck!" And you're right. like, "What? What? What?" I was like, "Dude, what? this shit was intense." Yeah. yeah. Were they important? I mean, yeah. so I usually yeah. would go to the list, but like, honestly, since COVID, like I just happened to buy, you know, I was like, no, oh, those PlayStation 5s are coming out. I'll go buy a four oh. at, at, at Costco. <laughs> I don't have the five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the four bundle pack at Costco. I got and a like, four too. Yeah. I, I just don't play it. So I downloaded all those games that had been out for, for dirt cheap. And yeah. so... I like a big open. I like a big open world explore, like okay. real life, like Red I, Dead Redemption kind of style. Yeah. Skyrim. Here's your mission. Be like, fuck the mission. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go. I'm gonna go that everybody. mountain. I can climb that mountain over there. I'm climbing that mountain. Yeah. I'll spend three days doing that I'm shit. Yeah. Take a yeah. horse all the way up, and I'm gonna jump. That's right. why I loved Grand Theft Auto so much. It's because like you could. That was the first game I ever remember playing where I could just do whatever I wanted. Steal a car, I could just Jesus. do it. So yeah, watch out for this guy. The FBI, you got that? You want my keys? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that that's kind of my answer. Like Jesus. I've got some of these games that I bought like forever ago that. You know, I'd usually pop on a series or something and then just eat the stuff you're not supposed to. We have an air fryer, so, like, Ooh, I love uh, that. What's your go-to at Moose's Tooth? Oh, see, I kind of, I usually will do when I go in, the, it's the night before they swap out the special, so I usually get one from the week before. Okay. And I usually will just, like, unless it's one I really like that I've had before, I'll kind of have them split it, do half and half on the small thin crust pizza because that's, like, that's Ooh, the perfect amount. Yeah, yeah. But, like, what's your favorite? Like, if you had to, if they were like, hey... Like I'm a Chipotle steak guy. Yeah, that's, that's I'm a spicy Thai. I do Ooh, love spicy Thai with, with, with extra nut sauce on the side. You would like the extra oh, nuts. peanut sauce. You get that in a little four ounce container. Uh, while, that actually wh- sounds. Really when I good. worked oh. at Moose's Tooth, um, and for people who don't live in Alaska, it's a pizza place Apple. up here. I don't think we mentioned that earlier. <laughs> I know we keep re- we keep referring <laughs> yeah. to it, and then we're probably like, uh, what are they doing with the, what is the teeth? tooth of a moose? <laughs> <laughs> the 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 spicy tie. If you put honey on it, I learned that yeah, when I was there. Yeah, I learned that one, and it it blows. I think 
I told you okay. about no. it. Oh, you don't like the hot <laughs> I honey? Mean, I mean, it's good, but nothing beats like dipping a slice in the peanut sauce. In the old oh, nut sauce. That's what I always like to say on the phone. Throw well, in a little four ounce of nut sauce, please. <laughs> Can you throw in that extra nut yeah. sauce? <laughs> yeah. I usually like the spicy stuff. I mean, I always oh, yeah. make it up or make it up. Let me try talking again. Um, I like the picante one. Like they got the mm. chicken picante. That's a good mm. one. Uh, super super wow, underrated is uh, the, pizza. and I mean everybody knows, but Nashville nachos. Oh yeah, dude, those are, those are real yeah. good. Yeah, I mean, God. So should we be talking about this? No, right we now? probably shouldn't. <laughs> like, we're no, all, like, we're like on this like challenge right now, and it's I know like, I haven't eaten dinner yet either. Uh, okay, so let's talk about you know what you got coming up. Are you, do you have, are you working on something that you're excited about? You're releasing new sticker pack, um, new design. I, well, I mean, we'll see. I've ordered so much different stuff for the holidays. <laughs> I've got like hats. I was saying, and this this episode will be coming out after the holidays. Okay, well, hopefully this stuff. Well, you know. So hopefully there's some stuff still there, but I kind of don't want it to be there because it means it's sold. Yeah, right. Okay, gotcha. But again, I'm waiting on like I've got hats coming. Uh, kind of with that, you can't people can't see it. This Alaska we'll, we'll design. Post, we'll post. I was thinking it might be kind of cool to post some of your work. And so you just send me like a bunch of like JPEGs, and like I'll post it and just be like, hey, this is the design we're talking about, and this is his stuff. Here's your shop, and this, also this is a good chance to plug plug your shit oh yeah plug uh, your website plug your uh social media and you know all that jazz okay well again for those of you that didn't catch it my name is mike kirkpatrick my company's screaming yeti designs i'm a one-man graph design i i still laugh calling it a company i mean it's a company but it's just like it's like hey it's, it's a me. one man one man operation the dude in his like pajama pants half the time making shit happen from a computer that's how you know it's um, good yeah, yeah right yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. got that if he like, doesn't have to wear a suit to work like some jack wagon <laughs> right he's doing okay hey, Fuck I'll, you. I'll just say this Fuck chair the, my work chair didn't have that like perfect like ass groove in it prior it does prior, now yeah. well seasoned like it holds us in place to get things done but yeah. hair that's there the, it is the, so you, you know call back yeah. to butt hair. Oh, Fucking, we're, call we're back. all yeah. over it yeah um yeah, I'm like on it's, it's Screaming Yeti on the social media, uh, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff, Facebook. I've got a Dribble account. If you don't know, Dribble is like mm. working professionals across the world. It's Dribble with three Bs. There's all kinds of like fun. Uh, I mean, I know I'm the kind of guy though that just assumes that what you don't get up in the morning and have your coffee and look at other creative people's artwork. Yeah, yeah. for like 30 minutes, right. start your day. That, I, that's how I do it. That is, uh, <laughs> I have my routine and Dribble used to be part of it when I was like designing more yeah for sure like I had like the websites that like I just opened like five different tabs one was my RSS feed reader and it had all my blogs and then one was like all my uh like um creative design picture like Pinterest and all that stuff yeah. and then I just scroll 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 and dribble was definitely one of them it's just a good way to kind of I mean you get know, motivated get, get the juice get inspired yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if you guys do this, like in your craft. I like to look at stuff sometimes and try to deconstruct, try to figure out how they made it, you know? Oh. Like, okay, what the was time. their process? And granted, you know, there's the skill shares, there's the videos, mm -hmm. but it's just right. sometimes it's just like, I'm not even going to ask the person. I'm just going to sit there and try to figure it out. I yeah. try to look at as little spreadsheets as possible when I don't yeah. have to. So yeah. <laughs> for uh, my nine to five. Yeah. yeah. Especially with like uh, vector art illustrator. Oh, man. I'm like, I can look at something like, I'm, I've been looking at your shirt and I'm like, oh, okay. So he's got the outline there and like, okay, I know how he did that circles, yep. you know, rectangles or whatever. And it's like, it's fun to think when you fi figure out the programs like Adobe, because I mean, they can be very daunting. 
and I would imagine like they were like in the beginning. Oh yeah. I watched like a documentary and like it was uh just they touched on like the beginning of Adobe products, right? It was a it was a big documentary about uh Lucasfilm and uh ILM. Oh, and yeah. like Adobe was actually was actually started because of like they needed help making graphics for movies and stuff. And then like all of a sudden it was like, oh, this could actually work for design stuff. Um, and so it can be very daunting. But once you figure it out, it's like second nature. Oh, yeah. I mean, like my mom's stuff by the other day, I was helping to do reusing InDesign. But like I had like some stuff done in Illustrator and InDesign and I was just there's things yeah. that like they're functions, you know, it's yep. like breathing, walking, whatever. I sit there and do stuff. Like I don't honestly, if you asked me the pull down menu, I'd be fucking lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, click, 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 yeah. you know, like yeah. right click, like my own shortcuts that I made just flying through. She's like, I don't memory. even know what you're doing. I'm like, it's not even worth explaining. You yeah. know, I'm like yeah. tweaking and nudging and doing all you're this stuff. You're not smart enough to get it. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, again, you know, like to go from being a guy that was so used to just drawing all the time, bored out of his mind in church with a pencil to, like, okay, I've got to get the same effect, but with the mouse. I mean, like, I think they had, when I was in school, the, they had a couple Wacom tablets, but that shit was still super Elementary. new. Yeah. I mean, yeah. digital cameras, it's weird to, like, I, like these milestones that I think of, like, digital cameras. <laughs> what was that? Is that me? Where's that coming from? We got the ghost sound. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I don't know, dude. Like a podcast or something? I guess. <laughs> I was like, wait, who who just came in the room? Yeah, I, was I, just, I was just like, man, that guy's talking really loud outside. Yeah. I, I, uh, like, totally, that's weird. Like, well, I mean, I've got my Apple Watch on, and every once in a while, like, uh, Siri decides, like, oh, you're going to play oh, this. Yeah. yeah. Did you say the word play? <laughs> uh, Probably. I'm scared play? to say anything play? now. Play? No, yeah. no, it's all good. Uh, at um, least it wasn't anything more nefarious. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, we were Not talking, that I would talking about Adobe, yeah, yeah. talking about Adobe products and hotkeys. Yeah. And like figuring all that shit. Oh, out. you're making everybody wild. You know. Yeah. yeah. Tell me more about them hotkeys. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. shortcuts, baby. Man, I think if uh, if anybody's like learning a new program, it's just like learn the hotkeys. Like it'll make your life so much easier learning the program. I've got a friend now that's been doing this almost as long as I have, and he's still. Like, I'll watch him go up there to them. I'm like, I want to slap his hand. I'm like, oh. are you fucking kidding me, dude? Like, it's like command in a letter. Yeah. Like, what are yeah. you doing? Yeah. You're driving me insane. You can shave hours off yeah. like video edits or designing just by learning the hotkeys. Um, and I think that's a that's a good, you know, on that piece of advice, <laughs> I think that's a good where uh, to end it. So, uh, Mike, thank you, dude. Well, yeah, thank man. you guys. Like, again, I don't know how much substance I brought to the table. I had like all these things that I thought we were going to talk about, which, yeah, we didn't touch on. That's but cool. You see, know, this is That's what why we, we say, got to do part two. I feel like this is, yeah, this, this is just the beginning. We're just like going through like Alaska right now and just like, hey, you're doing something interesting. Come on uh, and like, let's talk about it. But then we're going to run out of people. Yeah. Right? And so then, well, then we'll have to have like, we're you know, literally almost out of people. <laughs> yeah. Like we've been through everybody. Well, <laughs> like I said, I kind of did the whole, I did the like playing catch up and listened, you know, like medium build and listened to like yeah. a, a bunch of them. And like, you know, they, they get into like the heavy. Oh yeah. But we're like the Some family do. in the church. Yeah. And, and I'm we, like, I'm already like to go that route. And we I'm didn't, like, we didn't get into that at oh, all. Yeah. And we did when we went out for beers. So we definitely have to have a round two. Uh, it's funny cause we, Kyle and I were, you know, we, we always are like, okay, who do we want to have on the podcast? And then we'll hit them up, we'll email them or text them or, um, you know, Instagram message them. 
And uh, I was like, yeah, you know, I really want to get to like Alaskan celebrities. And like, you know, and Kyle's like, well, who's that? And I like thought about it. And I was like, there's like four of them. Right. <laughs> you know? So there's like, we're like, okay. It's weird. Once yeah. we, once we get those four people on, I think it's like, okay, we'll just go back to Cody and right. Alicia we'll to and yeah, Brock and, and Nick. Look, there's the four ones and then there's plenty that think they are, you know? Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, essentially we just want to have people that like, we're going to have a good conversation with that are doing interesting stuff. And so when we do our part twos, then we're going to actually have like, Hey, these are a couple things we didn't touch on right. that yeah. we need to go over um, yeah. because we just never know. Like we're still new to podcasting and in, in a in the big picture, we're still under a hundred episodes. Have, well, and this is like fifteen with guests. Yeah. Oh, I guess this will be this will be over a hundred. Yeah, so, hey, and so it's like we, we're we still trying to figure out like how to well, talk you get, to people. You guys are doing a good job. I mean, you yeah. you definitely had you. like you had some some points and topics, and you're trying to like you know. Yeah. Keep me yeah. the parameters. Like I said, though, like I'm Mr. Hey, that's shiny over there. Oh, man. Or then like, the, yeah. you know, it's, it gets to like the rabbit holes. I like, never, just... ever understood how like a Joe Rogan podcast could go for three or four hours. Oh, yeah. But then when you look at it and we're like, we're almost at two. Yeah. And it's like, we could cover three more things. And if this was the only chance we'd ever have to talk to you, it's like, yeah, you got to cover like right. everything. Yeah. Right. And be, and yeah. So, we it, would go down that Jesus route too. Right. We would, but we definitely will in the future. But for right now, man, we think you're doing really cool shit. I really like your art. Thank you. I mean, hence I put it in the commercial. I mean, I think it's dope. I appreciate that. And I appreciate you for coming on, man. Yeah. yeah taking man. the time on a Sunday night. Yeah, let's all go to Moose's Tooth after we're done on our oh low carb stuff. Oh man, yeah, uh, uh, just uh, run a train on some spicy <laughs> Thai. You know, I'm there every other Tuesday night if that works uh, for you guys. Okay, yeah, Actually, that's not a bad idea. That's not See a you bad next idea. Tuesday. No, but a bump. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>